It's not even real, dude. That's some Three Stooges clip. Yo, yo. What's up, on hell? Damn, dude, we're here. What's good, brother? Years going by so fast, man. Bro, it's going by fast. I can't believe we're already in those double digits of the episode. Hell yeah. You already know what time it is. Hey, guys. Welcome back, Fiend City, episode 11. Up here, Muse Me Studios with my brother on hell. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? We have had a long week, long weekend of shows. We've been all over the place, all over the city. Just wrapped up a bunch of shows last night and had a blast. Were you on anything? At, you did some stuff as well, right? I saw yeah. you at the first show. Yeah, it was at Bears thing at okay, the bingo yeah. show. So Which, again, added. those are so weird. Bingo shows are so weird. And something I, I've never seen one before, so yeah. I didn't know what to expect. But see, that's the thing, though. Is like I was trying to like think of the way Rusty does his. You know how Rusty does a bingo show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was nothing like that. No, no. It was separate. It was like, we're going to do bingo. <laughs> and in between bingo, there's going to be comedy. <laughs> that was weird. People are like, just more bingo. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bingo right? Yeah, so. Get one of the comedians to yell out numbers. I saw on hell trying to do graffiti in the bathroom stall with a with a bingo marker. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just like hashtag pride. <laughs> Either way, bro. I saw you out there. So no, yeah. So I got added to that show. Um, did you go to the roast battle for a little bit after? I did. That show was packed, dude. It was cool to see that many people out doing um, not only doing live comedy but supporting live comedy. I was so surprised at the room too. The room was so small. But have you ever been there before? No, that was my first time. So I like that spot a lot. Um, we we're talking. There was a roast comedy battle last night at safe house distillery downtown albuquerque put on by i believe uh, evan rons who i think they put on like hip-hop battles too like rap battles oh, okay. originally because some of the people entering were were some like battle rappers but they've been doing comedy roast battles for a little bit um josh was doing a set buck was doing a set so after my first show i stopped by over there and man it was packed we walked in and it was literally just standing wall-to-wall -wall people every table packed it was cool it was dope to see that i had a blast last night myself man yo i'm not even gonna lie after you left at comedy bingo they played genuine pony uh. <laughs> i wrapped up my i wrapped up my set and i was like kept on joking around on stage and and when i wrapped up sarah I was like yo i cued you a song i was like what and she ended up throwing it on genuine by or uh pony by genuine oh, just drunk drunk uh, that's hilarious. I was wild. I took my shirt off and everything, bro. Really? I got buck with it. Nice. First time in five years, I got that wild. That's, so. that's how Either it's way. done. Especially at those shows, that's how it's done. Especially the whole tipping thing. And I made three dollars and fifty cents, so it was definitely dope. Or, no, I'm just dope. <laughs> oh man, I think I cracked one seventy five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're really making it big out here. We're, we're doing what we need to. We're making big bucks out <laughs> here in the streets. If you haven't, go out to Gosh. one of the comedy shows, guys. Yeah. So that was um. I didn't make over to the Grasshopper, dude. Yo, so the night before, Friday night, I actually did a real fun event. I, I had talked about it the weekend before, but I hosted that B-Boy event. It was a Albuquerque breaking ex ex exhibition. So it wasn't just like an open event, which was cool because our hip-hop scene really hasn't gotten back to events since before the pandemic. Uh -huh. We haven't had like a live battle. And, um, and I think just several reasons. Like it's so close quarters. Like if you look at online at like 
b-boy battles and stuff it's literally like almost like you know concert setting where people are like sardined in in it's a circle and I, I love that atmosphere but that energy bro you have to you have to have that so i we haven't had that in a long time and this was a real small jam um i hosted it along with a uh, sugar shane who runs breaking hearts longest running probably b-boy battle here in the state b-boy b-girl battle and um it was fun, man. We had a blast. I got to see a lot of my crew members came out. A lot of the hip-hop scene that I haven't seen since probably before the pandemic or once or twice here and there. Just to dance with all the homies was a blast. So, nice. Yeah, I hosted that. We got down. There was an exhibition, so it was like a three-on-three. Three. Saw some of the homies battle it out. Um, give away a king and queen cypher award. So that means like the whole night people while people are dancing there's some judges kind of looking around who's like killing it the most nice. and then we gave that person at the end an, you know an award and it was just so much fun dude i forgot how much doing the things that you love and your passions really do make you just enjoy life that much more dude that's so true and i was just saying the other day like you know comedy is definitely by far my biggest escape but at this point it is my career and what i'm what i'm trying to do so you know what i mean it, it is different than uh you know, big shows and every time, any even uh, when I saw you, uh, was it Thursday night? At, you know, I think it was Thursday night at Sidewinders. Was it Wednesday? Okay, at Sidewinders when we did the mic. Oh no, it was, yeah, Thursday. It was Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. And it was just a random open mic, but I had like a black, like I had a, one of those sets that you're like, oh, that made it worth it. Like yeah. that was an escape. And same thing, dancing this weekend. I was for dancing with hours for friends. It really did. I left and my spirits were just elevated. They were that much higher. And even leaving the show last night and doing comedy, dancing this weekend. Um, I even did something that I never did, bro. Like, me and Josh actually went out and danced at Dirty Bourbon. Yeah, I, saw, yeah, was... I was two-stepping, bro. My lady invited me out. I never Do you want to bring up that there. video? Yeah, yeah, bring uh, it up, bro. <laughs> you know, go to me. Josh's story, though, because Josh actually got some really good stories of us. Uh, oh, so, Dirty Bourbon is our country bar here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's really the only country bar. It's big. They have a huge dance floor. And I've been there once before ever when I was, like, 21, so over 10 years ago 10 years ago um went last night got our two-step on and just had a good time man just really tried to to do something different all right well this is uh the start of it he does get a lot of footage of everything man he's really good at like being a videographer that is one of josh's skills so this was the set list for the comedy thing yeah so like he's that. funny so this is what we were talking about with the comedy bingo last night says so i was on this end right here and you were the headliner of that yeah show. so it was actually supposed to be cody dove they hit me up in the morning um cody unfortunately wasn't able to make it um, and I was free, so of course I filled in. That's we what we do. So we, we we did that. That was fun. I like how Josh was like, yo, where are you? He's like at the show. He's like, you're not even here. This is your show. Where are you? So he's showing this next part of the distillery. This yeah. Is, this is uh, that part. And it was funny because I, I was just getting back home around the same time. He hit me up and we linked up right before both of our shows. So should I show the footage of you in your house? Yeah, yeah. So go ahead. That'll kind of start. So yeah, so Josh and me linked up. This was right before the shows. We were gearing up. It was a little rainy last night, so we were just. Josh was just yeah. So this was that Josh's show. This was the battle last night. The roast battle was packed. This is yeah, it. Even got more filled up than this. So yeah, just this is even the start of it. Yeah, like. it's just not even before the show. So let's see it going up a little bit. Jamar, going up, opening up the show. I love. Um, if you haven't been to Safe House Distillery, it's a really great place in Albuquerque for a drink. I'm not even. It's not like they're a sponsor or anything, but it is one of my favorite places to go kick it. They um great. I, everything's local from the liquor that they use, 
the artists that they put up in the in the shop. It's a really cool spot. So check that out, Albuquerque downtown. I right, keep going. Let's get let's get out of here a little bit. Yeah, a lot of the footage from the roast battle it was popping over there last night. All right, go back. All right, so Josh. Josh couldn't believe it because a couple weeks ago he told me he's like, bro, I actually went two step and had a blast, and then he's like, I can't believe you're here. There he is. Here's some audio. Okay. Look at me. And we're there. But you know what? You can take the b boy out the cipher, but you can't take anything out the b boy. I'm still gonna get down. On beat and everything. There he is. This video was the shit right here, man. There's evidence. Oh man. Who's stepping out there? Not only does he have a Supreme shirt on, <laughs> only guy in a flannel, the only guy with, what did you have on, joggers? You had joggers? I had, okay, so I had on joggers, <laughs> my ankles were fully exposed. Out. They were fully exposed, out. and you don't expose your ankles there, everyone has boots on. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing a fully buttoned up shirt and untucked <laughs> over my joggers that I have to tie. Yeah, no. Everybody else there has belt buckles as big as Captain America's shield right, the boots. and the car heart. and definitely you can see it right here the only person to ever that's what Jacques was, the only Supreme hat ever to be in the dirty group that has done but look bro I'm having a blast got my two step on learned some moves that spot is just fun and you know what There's keep going because there's a good one and, and uh, look at this me and Josh. oh yeah you guys look at this and this is what it is bro how real moves are done. This is how we get it. Look at this. We don't play games. Damn, where's the dip? Come on, where's the dip? He didn't hit me with that dip. He tried. He wanted I didn't to. Let him, yeah. dude. I didn't <laughs> land. Not him, tonight, dude. bro. Not tonight. You see tonight. him trying to lead me into that dippy dip. We'll have fun no matter where we go. That is the best thing about yo. Like, you, you know, going out with comedians, dance. I love it. I love it. And this is. I'm not gonna and then you know, and this is it ankles out you had to show them yeah, there it is had to show them and this is one of the things I actually wanted to talk about in the podcast today is getting out of your comfort zone man I think as we got an older I think it's it's less and less of a thing for people to get anywhere out of their comfort zone like think about easily anybody is offended anybody anybody feels anytime anyone feels uncomfortable they immediately are trying to accuse someone of something or they just can never adapt to the situation and the only thing I know is in life, the most times I've ever seen growth is times I've fully got out of my comfort zone and really didn't know I was doing it. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm a b-boy. Everybody that listens, you know how hip-hop I am. I'm literally doing, like, tribal poster, b-boy freeze on the thing. Like, it, everything I do is hip-hop, underground hip-hop. But that doesn't mean you can't get out of your comfort zone and have fun. When I was younger, I wouldn't have done this. Yeah. I would have hated it. Nah, I ain't going to go too heavy in the country bar. That's not I'm a b-boy. Like, I wouldn't have done that. But getting out of your comfort zone, man, you don't know the growth you could have. I remember when I was in college, um, it was probably my junior or senior year of college. I needed an extra credit class, and I ended up taking a hip-hop dance class. And thinking that I was in a breaking, a b-boy, that I could take a hip-hop dance class. And I, I, I didn't know what I thought, dude. My, my ego was in the wrong place. <clears throat> my attitude was in the wrong place. And I not only signed up for hip-hop, I signed up for hip-hop too. Not uh, ever taking a dance class. The second version of the hip hop ness. The advanced uh. class. It's like honors hip hop. Yeah, <laughs> AP hip hop. <laughs> and so 
I signed up for this class, never taking a choreography, never taking a real dance class in my life, thinking that just because I could break them, like, oh, they'll teach them some dance moves and I'll just come in and break dance and do my own. Like, I didn't know what I thought. I am in there literally doing like full eight counts and hip hop little like, bro. It, and, and it's all girls in this class and me. Uh. And I'm in there, dude, just trying to keep up with these ladies doing freaking pussycat doll moves and freaking cheetah girls and <laughs> we're doing bro missy elliott choreo and yeah it was more choreography it was like based, choreo right? choreo and i and I, it was nothing what i thought and i wasn't special interest because i could break it none of that i was in there and you know what i didn't i was fully out of my comfort zone for real. every time i walked in there i felt goofy i felt anxious i felt awkward but i stuck it out and you know what and there was a ton of beautiful ladies in that class, so and they didn't, you know what I mean? They weren't hating, so I was like, whatever, I'm gonna stick this class out. And at the end, I actually did, uh, the teacher pulled me aside, and I actually linked up with one of my homies who's a b-boy, and we actually did a separate, like, breaking performance. But I still did all the dances with them, oh, and shit. body rolls, bro, and, <laughs> and it was one of the first times where I was like, yo, get out of your comfort zone. And then in that time, it was, everything snowboarding was another thing that got me out like it was hard bro it is hard you go you strap up and you fall a thousand times yeah and you don't look cool like if that's what you're worried about like being cool not falling don't do that you know what i mean but people need to stop worrying about that stuff because my favorite things in life that i do now like breakdance like snowboarding like com comedy is another thing you think getting on stage and you know that's the number one fear is public speaking yeah and above death like people are more afraid to speak in front of people than to die that's that's wild to me and that's so much craziness too to think that like every and you're don't get me wrong man you're you're a killer you do so good you. a bunch of good shows mm -hmm. you always bring the crowd you get them hype but even somebody like you man you understand there's times that it just bombs yep it, and it does and that there's those moments where you're just like i had to lift myself up from all of those those times from the beginning exactly because that's the hardest part is in the beginning when you hit those bombs that feels like nothing but once you start hitting some like good points mm -hmm. and then you bomb again once in a while you're just like oh and whatever an, and that is another version of getting out of your even as a comedian yeah. this developed yeah i do have an act that i feel very comfortable telling but exactly that's the word comfortable but sometimes i know these jokes are going to work why would i tell them in an, in an environment where i need to grow so at an open mic it feels way better telling a new joke that gets a pop and a laugh and does good than telling an old joke that that doesn't even maybe necessarily get the same laugh or pop because it's like it's like creating magic it's like oh i've never told this joke before and then you get that laugh and you're like oh this is working like you're putting this puzzle together and you're figuring out the pieces and every time you get a new laugh or a new work a new tag works a new punchline works that exhilaration that getting out of your comfort zone I mean, that growth is exponential. And I think another thing that goes along with getting out of your comfort zone is also one of my favorite things that I've learned is long-term gratification. Everybody wants instant gratification. They want overnight success. Yeah. They want, the, you know what I mean? They want to be in shape overnight, lose weight overnight, be famous overnight, whatever it becomes. They want to learn how to play guitar and be great overnight. Like no one wants to take the steps. It is easy. Taking the easy way out, everyone does it. Everyone does it. So even in health, like it's way easier to get off work and stop it and get some fast food real quick. That's instant gratification, right? You pull in, it's there, it's good. 
instant like gratification it feels good going in but by the time you get home you feel like shit yeah or you just don't want to do anything and like you know, your level of feeling good isn't the exactly. same as it should be where the long-term gratification which i learned over 10 years or you know when i started working out i was in college like 19 years old i was half-assed into it i'd work out i'd still eat whatever still eating 20 piece chicken mcnuggets with your buddies in one day still going to all you could eat wing night at hooters still doing double beer bongs you know what i mean like so yeah you're working out but you're living like a freaking college kid at a super bad and uh and it wasn't until years of getting more dedicated and more serious and then seeing the long-term gratification going home and instead of stopping and getting the fast food going and making a healthy dinner yeah it's harder but that long-term gratification of now I look at myself and I, I am proud of how I look. I am happy that I'm in shape and healthy. And that long-term gratification of feeling that versus just getting drunk one night, going out eating shitty one night and feeling good in that moment, but feeling shitty for much longer, you know, after that, I just learned that um, the discipline really pays off. Yeah. Getting out of your comfort zone, the long-term gratification, all these things that, that, you don't think about when you're younger the responsibilities that you kind of overlook so that's the best word right that you used in there was discipline mm -hmm. like it takes a lot of discipline to do something in in all of these categories like if you want to get good at something it just takes some practice and discipline and wanting to do it and nobody really sees it that way they see it as like again the instant gratification or like i can do it pretty fast or it's so simple to get through and it's it's not that way it really isn't so. not at all and even another example will flip to you you know i watch your stuff all the time i see you playing guitar dude like your solos are amazing and 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 it's built over years and i see and i see that and even like the studio like go back and look at the very first episode i've ever done with on hell at his studio years ago compared to our the setup now yeah everything is like he couldn't have done this overnight you know what i mean every the the experience it takes to running this equipment the experience it takes to understanding how to like get all this streaming done properly everything is like discipline in a way so that's the biggest thing i learned sorry we got out of comedy for make, a sure, for make sure make sure but, you use yeah. qr code uh discipline to yeah. get your chance on getting a uh, zach's fitness tape here yeah you know what? And <laughs> all I do, the regiments <laughs> and you know i haven't sent that picture but let's do that we'll do that on the next episode because i think that is where the biggest discipline came from a mind was really getting into fitness and when i got really serious like when i signed up with my first personal trainer and fitness coach look like i'm never gonna compete in body like i'm not a bodybuilder i'm not a big dude that's not my thing but when i signed up with a personal trainer and i took it really serious that discipline corresponded and carried on into everywhere in my life into comedy in the breaking um into the writing into everything that it takes the professionalism and i believe this because like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it right. And if I'm going to pay somebody X amount of money to send me um, diets and workouts, and I have to send, this is the biggest part. If I have to send this person a picture of me in my undies, right, every week, like that, I'm. it's like, I don't want to be paying for nothing, dude. I'm literally paying this person to, to make me feel better about myself at the end of the day, so... I'd look at it like a game. I want to level up every week. So I make sure when I send those pictures, I feel good about them. Yeah. And it, even like throughout the week, it's funny because so every Saturday I actually weigh myself. It's the only time I weigh myself Saturday morning. I take a picture of me front and back. And that's the way I kind of keep track of my fitness progress. Okay. And it really does help because bro, in those later days, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'll tell you my discipline tightens up even more because I know I have to take that picture. 
and not that I slack off the rest of the week, but I just I just know in the back of my mind, knowing to take that picture that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm not gonna be eating crazy. I'm not gonna be partying at shows. I'm actually gonna tighten up even more. That way, Saturday morning, I'm at the peak I, I could be. Everything's, yeah, because it's the feeling of it, too. Like, it really is. Once you feel good, you're just like, I want to feel like this all the time. Yeah. It's different. It's a different feeling. It really is, man. So crazy. And you know what? We're moving on, I haven't done this. I get a coffee every week, and I've only did it the first week. But I always said I'm going to shout out our local coffee shops. It's not a sponsor, but I did stop earlier. This one's from Humble Coffee downtown. Albuquerque, Um, I mean, if you all know, we have probably one of the best not only like coffee and craft beer scenes, like our craft scene is pretty dope. You probably see a coffee shop at a brewery on every corner. There's coffee shops that turn into breweries. Yeah. It is wild. So um, this is from Humble Coffee. They do great stuff. They're downtown. They have one off Lomas. I mean, y'all don't go to Starbucks. I don't say don't go to Starbucks, but if you like coffee, if you say you like coffee, we have so many local coffee shops. I'm, I'm going to try to bring a different one every week. Um, last week, I, I brought something from Michael Thomas Coffee right here in Knob Hill. Um, we have so much good stuff like support local. All these places are still opening back up. If you're looking for a job, I, I, I don't know one brewery, coffee shop place, a restaurant that I don't see hiring signs at. Yeah, I know, right? So it's like there's no reason people shouldn't be grinding and having one or two jobs right now. It's so crazy. I know we do. We, I mean, we both have full-time day jobs and do comedy five to six times a week and that's some people are like how do you do that and just like it's just the grind that's the thing is that's if you want to do it you'll do it look i i work four tens monday through thursday four ten hour shifts friday right was my day off but not because i hosted that b-boy event you know that was from five to nine so that's like another job right there but i had a blast so you know when you're doing what you love it's a little bit different so even on my day off hosted an event saturday had two shows and Sunday, last day off, recording the pod. So it's, you get out of life what you want to put out. And the discipline, and that's, and this, going back to just circling back to the whole, I guess, theme of this episode is. A discipline. A discipline. A really discipline. So even on the, like, yeah, you think me and On Hell Sunday wouldn't just love to be chilling right now and just like not doing anything. But this is the, literally the first thing we did was hit each other up. All right, what time are we recording? This is our first priority. And after this, it's still like Sunday errands, grocery store, laundry, uh, practice, everything. everything. So, and um, believe me, if there was a Sunday night mic, we'd be there. Yeah, dude, real. that's the thing. Yeah. And that... the, the, I, I mean, for years, I mean, Bozy, my first three years of comedy, I was at Bozy Brothers every, every Sunday. That was my first time. You're, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I actually remember we talked about it, I think, in one of the first episodes. And it's kind of a bummer they don't have it now because I live literally right above it. Like, <laughs> my, my patio overlooks that, or my balcony overlooks their patio and i'm like oh, i remember a, a couple times i think they only had it when i lived there for like two months and i would go sign up i'd be able to go run home eat dinner go back down like it was so convenient but uh i yeah i miss having some of the more downtown mics that's why i moved downtown yeah it's just to walk to comedy and now there's only inside out and now we have to go all the way to the west side <laughs> and now we have to go to the west side um, i guess side effects is opening but it, you know when the open mic gets going it does take it a little bit to take hold like yeah that's what unless I you have a, just a really popping spot or something but man open mics it's it's like in anything that promotion the marketing it's hard to get people to go to a weekly open mic like think about it ever like Think about ever, if you weren't a comedian, if you're just a regular civilian, 
And even if you're into comedy, like big comedians, like, of course, let's go see a big act or go to a comedy club. But whenever in life, just on the Wednesday night, we're like, hey, you want to go watch open mic comedy or in the back they, of a pizzeria? Right? Like, or, or if they have to Google open mic, yeah. <laughs> that's like, they're going to find Usually some crazy the, stuff. The, most of the audience of open mics are really friends of new open micers. So when someone, that's like, I always joke around now as like, a, you know, someone that's been around. I don't invite my buddies to open mics to see me do five minutes on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? So you kind of turn into like a shark looking for blood in the water. So when you see new comedians bring out a new table of people, uh, I am psyched because I'm like, oh, that's a new audience for me. Yeah. And here's like another bit of advice of winning over the room. Uh, comedians listening, when you do see that, when you do see that there's a new comedian, like a brand new person, and they brought out 15 coworkers and friends. Yeah. A great way to win over the room is like to give that person like i always say if it's somebody's first time like oh give it up for so-and-so for doing their first time in comedy you know it's not easy to just dump i always like go joke around like oh it's not easy to jump up here and just spit some hot bars on the mic or yeah. say something silly and then you kind of win like you know win over that audience and then you could kind of go in and kind of clown a little bit but you don't just want to roast somebody's first time doing comedy in front of their friends and family and co-workers yeah but if you kind of give them a little bit of a compliment give it up for them they know that you're coming from a place that's not malicious you yeah. know you're coming with good intent and um it gives you went over the room gives you more more time to, more place to play with the with the room for sure that's true i've seen that happen a few times too at certain mm -hmm. spots where i'm just like oh nice i see they obviously haven't come to comedy you start asking them questions too like you see royal yeah. be like who's first night for comedy and then like that little group's like Woo! yeah yeah oh I and it that. helps them feel so much better you know how nervous you are your first time if if there's a more experienced comedian and they give you a little bit of a shout out or something even i'd rather just like i'm not trying to i know ever i was joking around the other day that sometimes people that will have a rough set they'll come up to you and compliment your set just fishing back for a compliment. They're not even really complimenting your set. They just know that they didn't have a good set and they're hoping someone's gonna make them feel better about it. So yeah. they tell you good good job just in hopes that you say it back. But bro, I don't, it's just like going, not not even going back to being like a real hip hop head, but you don't give like fake props. You don't give fake love. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you shouldn't anyway. You shouldn't. You shouldn't give people, f that's just, you should give all the real love. You give know, real love all day. You know it's crazy though. Um, you know who Tony Henchcliffe is? Yeah, yeah. So I was watching a couple podcasts with him a few times, and he mentioned uh, open mics the way comedians reacted open mics. Mm -hmm. Like they'll make it seem like your set was, you know, oh you did all right, or oh you kind of did okay, not really telling you the truth of what your mm -hmm. set really did. So you have this blind mentality going in. We're just like. Well, my friend said that joke was funny. So when you go to a place where they're not there and you try that joke and it doesn't work, mm -hmm. then you start to understand more. It's like, well, what's really going on in an open mic situation when people are just like, good job, good job, good job, exactly. good job. Just like you mentioned, like exactly. they're fishing for the compliment, right? And, and that's and so when that happens, be honest, take it. Be like, yo, I appreciate it. Thank you. Like if they say good set, yo, thanks. I appreciate that a lot, man. Catch you next time, but don't give it back because they'll notice. They'll notice that they have to step it up. They notice that they're not going to have to fish for compliments when they, they get it. It'll be a genuine, natural, organic compliment. And I'm, my best friends have came. Josh is the first person who ever came up to me. It was after like my third open mic and genuinely was like, yo, dude, you're really funny, man. And that's how me and Josh met was from an organic. It wasn't he was telling me that. So I would tell him back. 
Like, it was just, even Maverick, it wasn't even that he told me he was funny. It was just like, yo, you seem like you're super into comedy. Let's go grab some food and, and, and rap about comedy. Yeah. And now that's the squad. You know what I mean? So you'll find who's organic with you. You'll find the intentions of people. And you'll find when people don't have genuine intentions. And it may hurt because a lot of times you do, especially when you want genuine intentions out of someone. And then you find out somewhere down the line that those intentions maybe not really where you want it and that's where you learn not to have expectations in people whether it be uh comedian friends co-workers um your partner your family members anytime you have like expectations you're setting yourself up for disappointment so just kind of enjoy it take dun. what people tell you don't blow sp smoke other people's butt dun 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 yep all right, well, enough serious talk. You got something silly for us? You got a video for us to get into? Uh, let's just talk about some news going on right now. Uh, cool. The, I don't know you got going, how hyped people are about the Tyron Woodley and Jake Paul fight, but that's okay. happening. That's today, right? That is going to happen today. Okay, so this will come out still before the fight, but I'm sure most by the time most people listen to this, it'll be right after, so we'll know the outcome. But, man, we were talking about these um, these YouTube fights are really taking over. And what we were saying is, you were saying, like, if Woodley loses, man, how genuine is this? Yes, because, I mean, that guy has been training to fight years. Like, professional. Professionally. Ultra professional. Yeah, I, I don't give a shit if it's just like the whole, oh, MMA fighting yeah. or, oh, he's been trying to fight for a very long time. And it's not just an athlete, it's a train fighting athlete. It's different. And I know Jake Paul's a big dude. I know he's an athletic dude. I know he's been training for boxing for a couple years now and that he's talented for the amount of time he's been boxing but it still doesn't add up it doesn't add up that's like saying that that's like saying that i could like outsmoke freaking dave Chappelle like in in a headlining set like it's just yeah i may be good in the amount of time i've been doing comedy but when somebody's been doing professional that's what they do like yeah I, I, what we were getting at is like how how absurd would it be that they actually might pay fires off for stuff like this? You know what I mean? Because more people are tuning into these fights than any other boxing fights, any other MMA fights. How much of it is just entertainment? Yeah. Versus a genuine actual competition yep. fight. Yeah. This is kind of weird too. Is like, I don't know. You kind of see these two characters and you're just like, who's really portraying themselves as a, like a genuine person? Like, I mean, fucking J the, the <laughs> He's, he has more chains on than the girl holding the belt next to him. It's so ridiculous. He looks like Vanilla Spice. <laughs> oh, man. He's so ridiculous. Yeah, he looks like the bottom shelf of the spices. Oh, yeah, dude. He looks like the worst spice girl ever, dude. What's that? A bell pepper right there? This is a bell pepper for you guys. He looks like Sporty Spice and, <laughs> and freaking... Dude, it is so rough, bro. And then Woodley looks like John Jones if he was like 12 inches shorter. Yeah. Like, if he was... <laughs> Honey, I shrunk John Jones, and now it's Tyrone Woodley. Oh, so, man. and this, and on it, and it's messed up because yeah, for much as he is a pro fighter, no offense, like and who's talking about him in in the MMA circuits? There's so few names that you hear of, of actual like, the superstar fighters. You know what I mean? There's thousands of MMA fighters out there. It's crazy when they have to do stuff like this to get some more recognition or get a payday. That's hard. Yeah, that is really hard. It is rough. It is rough. I mean that that's I don't know that's kind of where we're at at this point with that 
Uh, we'll see what happens. If you guys haven't, go put your money on DraftKings. We don't have any sponsors yet from them, but we're trying to get one. Okay, so that being said, <laughs> who are you? Who are you? Are you going for Woodley? Yeah, I'm going for Tyron Woodley. Okay, but I'm just an MMA fan. Like I like, I just don't like what Jake Paul kind of represents. Mm-hmm. But the younger kids feel like he's representing them. Like it makes sense. It is in. A, oh gosh, this is, sounds so absurd to say. But it is the a new American dream, yeah. right? Becoming like the back now, you know, hundreds of years ago, you could start a business you could become, you know, America's a great place. Now it's like, I got to become viral famous yeah, in America in or Amer- wherever. And gosh, it's so crazy. Even America. when people open businesses, now they'll still do promotional videos to become viral famous to gain a platform or a following. So they can have that traffic. Yeah, it is wild. And to see now these YouTubers becoming like the biggest quote unquote um, stars, which is so crazy because there's so many that have m- huge followings, but still no one knows them in other places. And I guess that holds true in any area of fame. But Yeah, it's the opposite way too. Mm-hmm. Like there's this giant YouTuber, uh, his name is El Rubio, but okay. he's from Mexico uh-huh. and millions of views. But again, have you ever heard of this Never. guy? Yeah, no. see, that guy is one of those dudes, and he's a gamer. He does like a lot of online gaming and stuff like that. So that's crazy to think about. Oh yeah. man, uh, this morning, literally, like almost like seven o'clock this morning, Kanye West just released the album, Donda, which is his. Mom. A lot of people are wondering what it was. They were like, <laughs> they were like thought he was like mispronouncing Spanish words and stuff. So that's his mom's name. Okay. So I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. So yeah, so that so Donda, that was his mom's name who passed away. I don't know if this is a tribute album for his mom. I have no clue exactly um, why he named it after her. But I mean, if you've been watching the stuff about Kanye, man, it's been weird lately. Obviously, he's probably one of the richest, not only rappers, producers, whatever you want to call it, entrepreneurs. Just, I mean, this dude has cr- you know crazy amount of money, and the fact that he just got divorced. And he's renting out like a room in a stadium. You saw the room, right? I haven't. All right, type in Kanye's new room. Type in that. Right? Kanye's bedroom in stadium. So he, right, just got divorced. I, this is weird because I don't even know. I'm not even up on like mainstream uh, news or pop culture news. But I know that, you know, Kanye got divorced from Kim Kardashian. And he somehow rented out the, like the Mercedes-Benz stadium. Atlanta Stadium. The Atlanta Stadium. And he's staying in a room there. And you think, okay, you rent out a whole stadium. Is bro. this is this really what I'm looking at? I swear what you're looking at. So pull it up so viewers can see too. Oh my so god. You think you rent out a whole stadium. You think you're good. the you think you're the king and you rent out the Coliseum. You got a whole lair. You got a whole palace. Or you're staying in like a penthouse suite. No, he is literally staying in like a locker room, dude. It looks like it's a studio apartment. It, no, it's not even a studio apartment. It looks like a, a dorm room at UNM. I I literally seen homies have better dorm rooms my freshman year at college. Yeah, I think it's that one. I don't even know if the one that the posters is real. Um, but yeah, you're looking at a. I don't know how long he was staying in there. I don't know how how real this is, but isn't it just the craziest thing ever that the, I think the posters are are thrown on there. Yeah, so I think it's just the empty yeah, one, Yeah, it was bro. just this one. It's just that yeah. empty ass, just bed twin. <laughs> Can you believe one of the richest people ever is out here sleeping in a twin bed, dude? Just out of a duffel bag. So I don't know how long that was. That could have just been even an overnight thing. But um, yeah, man, the suits, 
He's a very it is next level eccentric man. And I'll be honest, I don't even tell you. I I probably haven't heard a Kanye. I can't tell you a Kanye West song since like the second album. So I really don't even follow it. To be fair, I'm kind of the same way. the The only song that I've ever really liked from him was uh, "Run Run Away." And, okay. And uh, just the stuff that he kind of like he makes money doing just stuff he wants to do like how can you hate on that like mm-hmm. he just does whatever he wants to do uh last bit of news for the evening before we start going into some videos uh hurricane ida is actually about to hit Oof, louisiana gosh. dude oh man they don't ever get a break down there in that cajun country dude dude okay how crazy it is that we don't deal with any of this stuff like almost at all we're lucky, man. We're deep, you know. We're mountain surrounded by mountains. So, like we really don't deal with anything harsh other than cold weather. Maybe not even cold weather. It's way colder up north. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we really have it pretty pretty good here when it comes weather wise. Like here's a, here's a little video of what's going on there right now. Gosh, imagine that, dude. That is nuts. Just water over everything. Like, what else can you do? Like, there's some people that just have to stay inside. It shuts down the whole city, man. That's intense. Uh, That is crazy to see. I have a friend not too long. I know just like a a week or two that uh, in Houston posted a video. And it was raining so hard that they couldn't even get home. The off-ramp was flooded. Oh, no way. That's stuff we never have to do. I mean, even in Albuquerque, we don't. Our, our sewers and city isn't dealt like made for water at all. We barely get rain. So when we do get those flash little thunderstorms, our streets flood, but still nothing like I've never not been able to get home. So yeah, ho- hopefully everyone in Louisiana, you know, send our best out there to them. God yeah, dang. shout out to those guys. Uh, hopefully shit goes good. All right, let's go to some funny stuff. All right, let's see what we got, dude. Our last week's videos killed me. I had so much fun. The boxing guy... The drumline. I mean, of course, we were on top of Crate Challenge. Yeah. I think we were the, the head of Crate Challenge. You got lucky with that one. I, oh, my gosh. And and look, we predicted it. I said it a week ago. I said it's not going to be long before not only are there broken bones, but I think there's already been a death, I think, from the Crate Challenge. And several broken, so many hospital visits. I've seen a couple of gnarly ones where I like, can't even watch them or new. Really? Like when people fall and break their arms and they're going the wrong way and all backwards. Ugh. Oh man, or right, maybe I should find that one then. There is one where the guy ends up. So there's a cop in the hood that's oh, okay. doing the challenge, uh-huh. and one of the dudes kicks it from the bottom. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh man, uh, cop does uh, crate. Well, we could we we could kind of picture. I kind of want to move on from crate challenges because I feel like that's taken over the internet. Oh shit. I feel like I've seen everything, bro. I've seen Little Caesars making a pizza on the crate challenge. Right? <laughs> and just, he still fit, he still seen, did it. I've seen one of a bodybuilder walking up and eating food and, and carrying, literally doing bicep curls. Yeah, that's so crazy. I can't believe there's so many people. I just typed in the cop and there's so many of them. Not I even saw, the yeah, one yeah. that I found. Not even the one that I saw. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. Oh, man. Um, okay, this is a, a mistaken of... Uh, of a sign okay you always should leave the sign where it's at in a in a public place you shouldn't okay. you shouldn't be moving stuff around not. you don't want just accidents to happen yeah just don't remove a stop sign yeah, yeah exactly definitely. let it all happen so this is one of those incidences where they kind of fucked with the sign okay so so as you see she knocks over this caution of, of a wet floor 
but she doesn't put it back. Oh. She just sets it there on the side, suspecting nothing's gonna happen. Look at this dude. now you know what it's so this is also goes to show you how distracted people are is i don't think he would have even saw the sign she didn't see the sign and she didn't even realize what kind of sign she kicked over <laughs> okay you know what i mean she didn't even realize she saw she kicked something she didn't realize it was a wet floor sign and even if his his like gaze was so intentive like i don't think he would have or attentive i don't think he would have even looked down and see that dude so it was come karma was coming for both of them Let's be honest with you. Yeah. That sign was coming, yeah. and that floor was coming for. But that's that was the worst final. I mean, hey, let's be honest. These Final Destination movies are just getting bad at this point. This is what you just need to do. You need to watch what's going on. Final Destination thirteen. You're like, dude, this is getting bad at this point, dude. He died from slipping on the floor. What's going on here? She removes the sign. You just see the tension build of him walking. He like he just like barely slips and like drops his phone. That was always the craziest part too, how they took different camera angles. Like, whoosh, oh, whoosh, there are certain whoosh, things whoosh. in movies that will always affect you. And I know anyone growing up, any um, people people like our age or anyone that saw the Final Destination movies growing up, tell me that when you're not behind a semi carrying logs, that one's a, the terror most terrible. That you don't always think of that and feel that. For no reason other than seeing that scene from that movie. That's the worst. But man. that anytime you see that semi with logs, you're like, oh, here we go. I'm either going to try to pass the dude or I'll just pull over for a while. I mean, yeah, what else are you going to sure. do? For sure, for sure. So, <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Here's a, that sticks with you. Here's another funny one. Uh, these guys are true American patriots. Uh, they, oh, they're right. They go down no matter what the fight TAPs. is. TAPs. Here we go. True American page. Some we, taps. Here we go. Oh, oh, these guys. Oh, oh, they're oh wow! They, these guys go down without a fight. And that's the captain because he really stuck it out. <laughs> he made it all the he way towards really the end. He really stuck it out. <laughs> that's just you know what? There wasn't one dude though playing a violin though, and that's what I was pissed. There needs to be one dude playing music. <laughs> oh until yeah, the, the whole thing just. How made crazy it. is that? Back in the day, that there was musicians that would play into their death. There was guys on the Titanic that were just out there playing the violin until bro it like the exact like bro think about the dude in in the wars like playing the flute like, oh i know right or the everybody has guns yeah you're the drummer dude <laughs> <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah it's the boxers nick cannon out there on drumline still <laughs> remember not to shoot first oh guys. Gosh, i can't believe it. there ain't one there ain't one music band members that went soft you know band members be hardcore they get shot at no weapons bro now name one one dude that plays the flute that's taking a bullet just zooming by while he's playing freaking Beethoven. Okay, this is a good one. This is a compilation video of things that go crazy. So oh, we'll gosh. go through a couple of them. Oh, this is, look at this. Oh. This is a close call, but yet this guy's watched an anime before. This guy watched anime drifting. What? That was crazy. That last one was scary because he was coming. That When you look at that... That speed he's coming in, yeah, that, he drifted, bro. Did he just drift a yacht? <laughs> just that, that is crazy, bro. You can't even do that on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I've never, I didn't even know that was. This is that has to be one of the craziest things I've ever seen. So that was dope, bro. He's coming in like he is about to do some Coast Guard regulator shit. Yeah, like shit's going down. Yeah, he's playing. <laughs> no, they're playing regulators on that right now. Just regulators. Do, 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 do. 
It was a cool back. <laughs> it was so perfect. It was a cool back. Dude, he just drifted that so smooth. He ace ventured that like a glove into that. He got that shit. I can't so even funny. believe that. But I have a feeling this one's not going to go as good. Okay, I don't know what he was doing. This is bad camera angles as well. So we'll, we'll be able to see very little okay, of what's going on. This looks like a real grand. <laughs> Here we go. Is this Montano? <laughs> that was it. Oh, that's, you know, that's at, at least, that's as good as that could have went for that guy. Right. This could, one went perfect. Yeah, this was a but, good one. But for bad, because this one, you know this is going to be bad. Boom. Still as good as you could get. See, it could have been worse. He could have been up here. Yeah. He could have been at the top. <laughs> what if that's how the guy just gets to work every day and he lands the boat like that and then climbs up and just like pulls up on the bridge? I didn't even notice this. Look at, he's climbing up to the top to try to get it unhinged. Yeah. He's like, hey, I he's got this. Like, bouncing on it. I already see it. I know he's going to do it. Oh, God damn it. Oh. Oh, that's he, that's a save, and he got lucky. That's again. a save. That's a save. That's a save. How he, did he get double lucky? He like <laughs> fell and landed right on it. He totally could have just fell off. Cause this, the I boat could have tipped to the side. It's a lot of weight, dude. That this is. has to be like I, this. Almost doesn't even seem real. This seems like something right out of um, what was the, like that was a Three Stooges clip. <laughs> that, this is a One Stooges clip. This is slapstick comedy. This isn't even a real clip. This is for real slapstick comedy at its finest. Like, I, like go back and let's do the sound effects for this video. All right, all right. All right go there. back to the beginning. All right. all right, here we go. And all right, this is 1940s. Oh. All right, here's. Oh. It's not even real, dude. That's some Three Stooges clip. All right, this next one's weird. We kind of saw a little bit of okay, it coming I feel up. Like, He's okay. just literally going to beef it. It's one of those Sonic guys. Oh, we did see it. Okay, we did see it. Okay. The Sonic dude with rollerblades. Okay, let's, let's just talk about this real quick. I give it up because Sonic, only place you still go that has that... Genuine drive-thru. That drive-thru where it's like... um. Not really like a drive-through, but like a drive-in feeling. Okay, like yeah. a 1950s, you drive in with your cars, everyone's kind of hanging out, almost like dazed and confused, almost like a grease feeling, happy days, all those old school, you know, vibe, Americana yeah. vibes. Sonic still has that. And there's still people that not only roller skate, roller blade to your car, like Brink, yeah. like it's a Disney original movie. Like, let me just bring it there. But then you got guys that... That you're about to see. That do this. That just can't just they just can't keep up with Brink. Do you think they have like a training program for this? Because this guy did not pass. <laughs> Bro, he had about four ocean waters on him. That just went <laughs> All for free. Everyone got an ocean water for free after that. <laughs> this next one is You know what? The only reason I always question viral video videos like this is shitty but i have a feeling that he's like hey bro feel me falling with all these drinks okay that you because why would thing. why would you just be filming your sonic dude bringing food unless you were like unless this guy took out an order and he was super shaky and you're like dude there's only a matter of time before this guy falls or you know that thing where they just observe they're just like this guy's funny as fuck because i remember get there him. was this girl there was a video viral videos a while ago that came out there was this blonde girl and she would fall in public like downstairs or she was, she was one with the movie theater and she like fell with all her snacks and they're hilarious falls but then you found out she was like 
doing it on doing purpose. it on purpose and still funny but it took up it took so much of that like mysticism and that surprise away from the video oh see and that's the worst too is because you, yeah, you don't expect it. You're just like, I, I want it to be more unsuspectful. But then exactly. all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, this is this is already done. Here's a funny one. This has to be real, dude. Not the blender. We're skipping the blender. <laughs> okay, fuck you guys got to ask the yeah, blender. Fuck the blender. This this lady just does not know how to use a blender. That's all this is. We all have been there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this one. Oh, oh, nothing good went good. Oh, nothing went good in that video. And that's the worst thing about it is like, most of America's Funniest Home Videos, the most of uh, ridiculousness, the most of all of those prank videos are people getting hurt. It really is. That's the weirdest thing ever. It really is. But there also is a level where it's like, it's like only a certain amount of hurt is funny, right? It has <laughs> to be like, yeah. Uh, I totally could see that too, man. Uh, okay, uh, so what do we got on the next one? All right, let's, oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's just do one more because this video is like three minutes okay. long. Right. But this is the last one. Somebody playing okay, them? Okay, so I actually have seen this. You've and seen this, this one? And this is crazy. All right. Because I think this could result in, like, broken legs, death. This is a wild one. Um, if you are just listening, this guy's stand. There's a dude. He's standing on top of, like, a floor. Waxer. A floor waxer, but, like, an industrial one. Okay, We're talking yeah. something serious, right? Enough for where he could, like, he's standing both feet on each side. He's holding the top, but then he tied an electrical cord. He has it wrapped several times around his body, and then you could just see the cord um, the going wall. off to the distance of the wall. I think it's there so that when he's done, it just pulls off. Hopefully, that's what he's planning for. <laughs> and he's also wearing a chain, which is wild. So it's <laughs> like you always you're supposed to be prepared for yeah. stunts like this. All right, let's see. Uh, no, uh, notice the um, the Home Depot bucket on the side over there, just in case for safety. For safety, they have it there. Here we go. Oh my gosh, through the leg! Oh. And once again, like a few other videos, we just, that's as good as that could have went for that situation. Exactly. That's go Amer back one more time. That's America's funniest. That's that America's. is funny because nothing happened and it really could have went wrong. Like, dude, this guy, he could have. He he went from zero to like eighty miles per hour spinning around legit, and his legs go f just full raggedy and. Now right, here we go. Alright, we're gonna play it again. Mate, you want to do the sound effects for this one? Just uh, oh, something. let's do sound effects again for this one. Okay, you got it. Um, you do the sound effects for the machine, and I'll do his sound effects. All right, all right, ready? And here we go. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude, that is another slapstick comedy. And that one went good because like, just like the boat video, that dude could have broke. If his legs hit the walls or anything, bro, that would have been a broken ankle, shattered femur. Oh, dude. Yeah, that could have been broken tip. <laughs> so hilarious. Bro. All right, we got to do one more. Okay, let's go one more. Because this one just came up, and come on, man. This okay. is just... We, who doesn't love animals, right? Animals are cute. Animals are adorable. What's even better when they do dumb, cute stuff? That's the okay. cutest. Okay. It is, really is. Check out the squirrel, and okay. just watch him lounge. Just watching him lounge. This is him having oh a good... Oh, my God. Okay, so... This is him having a good time. <laughs> oh! <laughs> go back. Go back to the, the beginning of that video. That is hilarious. Because first of all, this video has everything, just like our crocodile video, 
This video tells a full story. <laughs> it's suspense because we have a squirrel laying on top of an industrial air conditioner. And this, and it's one of those ones outside that you see outside of house or an, or an apartment complex. And it has huge fans that's blowing up. Yeah. And he's laying on top of the fan screen. Which is already like, bro, he's already living on the yeah, edge. He already feels. That's already dangerous, bro. <laughs> he's literally living on the edge. And he's he's laying on it like he's doing the plank challenge. And like, he, Bro, he literally has the don't give a shit mentality. Like the way his arm's hanging over, his tail is full in the air from the fan blowing it up. Fully extended. Okay, and if you guys didn't see it, he lets go of a deuce and this deuce just fully helicopters away in the air. <laughs> so this squirrel is laying on this fat and then just poops and then this is beautiful and then up up and away <laughs> <laughs> the sound effects for the videos has been my favorite dude you know what's crazy though oh. is that like i mean that is so uh, that is just perfect timing Gosh, like that's nature at the, its finest the guy man. literally watching this is like babe i gotta get the camera that's what it is uh, and that's what and you know what it is is that there's <laughs> there's nature photographers and nature videographers that go out and they will camp in the wild for hours days to try to get a picture of a fucking owl in a tree yeah. leaving this guy happened to be drinking a modello in his backyard <laughs> And he saw a squirrel on the fan. He's like, this is crazy. How funny is it that the tail's up in the air? That's what he's thinking. Like, yep. oh, this is silly. And then just just National Geographic magic. Animal. This is Animal Planet, dude. This is Animal Planet 2021. <laughs> this is a YouTube channel planet. And just squirrels. Whoop. That's beautiful. <laughs> that is just lovely. Oh man! Again, the, there's all right. The internet yeah. is filled yeah, with we're so much going, things. I really have been enjoying the, the the sound effects. That might be another one where we do sound effects for these videos because we can't play a lot of audio. If we play the audio for some of these videos, some people put their own audio in there too. They're like, "Hey, let me put the background to like who let the dogs out." Exactly. So that if you're wondering, like, "Hey, why aren't they playing this song?" Because we don't want them to, to get pulled down because we played some clip that's been. Uh, monetized somewhere else so yes. yeah so but i think adding the sound effects i really enjoy yeah, that we'll do some for more sure. of that then for that's sure. gonna be fun i haven't even where are we at? i haven't even done my dates yet or we, any promotion. we're almost at the hour mark we're at 55 right oh, now well this is perfect so we'll wrap up let me get some dates going yo it has been a fun week i finally have been able you know we talked a couple of episodes about doing things to to lift the spirits today we talked a lot about getting out of the comfort zone discipline like some really really things that I try to implement in my life. But in the last few weeks, I've gotten to get out in nature, take a hike. I got just this weekend, I got to spend hours breaking and dancing with my friends. I got to go out and dance at, at a country bar with my lady and I would have never done that. I would have never done that. Um, so getting out of your comfort zone, doing the things I love, my spirits today feel higher than they've been in a long time. And I hope that everyone do something that makes you feel different. Like give yourself a break. And do get out of your comfort zone. Try something new. Really try it. And, and even if it's something small, go to a new restaurant. Try a new food. Like do something that you're going to enjoy that's going to be different. That's going to take you out of the routine of what we've been doing for the last year through the pandemic, through our entire life. The same things we do every day. So I my spirits are higher than ever and I'm in a good place. So going into that, I do got some dates back on the road this week. So. I am going to be in uh, September 2nd. So this Thursday, I'm actually going to be in Las Cruces. I've never done comedy down there. That's Southern New Mexico. Um, I am going to be down there headlining. Let me see. I do have the 
the bar's name. So I'll be in Las Cruces. And my feature is going to be a really cool dude. It's this guy, Nico. He's out of El Paso. I've done a show with him once. And we are going to be at the Amador in Las Cruces at September 2nd, 9 p.m., hosted by Jerry Carnes. I met him over here at Revel when he came down for this show. Um, so great networking. I'm happy to be in Las Cruces and be headlining my first time ever down there. So Southern New Mexico, I know I have some homies down there. Come out and kick it. I will be there this weekend headlining. Um, and then Saturday, I am going to check out the new Hopper show. I might be headlining. I honestly, if the show starts late, I really just want to do a feature spot because I hate inviting friends and family out to come see me and I don't go on stage until freaking midnight or something. Um, but I'll be here Saturday at the Hopper. Um, if you're listening to this Sunday, I'll be out tomorrow at the open mic on Monday. So there is so many times that catch comedy in Albuquerque or catch me live. I know a lot of people have been asking and then September 18th. So back on the road again, I am going to be in Dolores, Colorado, which is a little town kind of by Durango. Um, I'm going to be with Maverick. I'll be headlining over there at their brewery. Maverick's my feature. I, I am so excited to go out and rock out there and bring my, you know, one of my best friends with me. Um, and then that same, you know, following that week, we got Cities of Gold coming up. I have a great lineup. Maverick's going to stick around through the week, do the show. I have Carla Vasquez. You know one of our first guests. Um, she's been killing it. She has her podcast. Check out Carla Thinks Out Loud. So she's going to be doing that show as well. And then we have two of my favorite Denver people. I have Sammy Anzer coming out. This dude has just been working so hard. He's kind of like, I would say even a little above where me and Josh are at in his scene. So he's been, you know, probably over five years in, killing it, headliner, strong feature, good dude. And then I got my girl, uh, Shanae Ross, coming out to close it out and headline it. One of my favorite Denver comedians, one of my favorite comedians, period. Um, yo, she doesn't have a ton of stuff online. She doesn't have a ton of even social media presence. So you guys listening, come out and see Shanae. So she, it's going to be, so that's Friday night, September 24th at Cities of Gold. But I have this same lineup at the next night here at the canteen show. So if you're not able to make it to up to Northern New Mexico or North of Santa Fe, we're going to do that same show here in Albuquerque, September 25th at canteen. And yo, come out and see this lineup. You don't want to miss this. I'm going to have on hill on canteen doing a little guest spot as well. Okay. Um, so we're going to really light it up. September's already full. My birthday's middle of September. So we'll have to do something for a, for a birthday episode. We'll have to, that'd be dope. So it's a f fun segment or some, some, something different. We'll think about it. Yeah. So send in some questions. You guys, you already know what time it is. Fiend city podcast. If you have any videos, questions, links, um, anything at all, send it over to our email, fiendcitypodcast at gmail.com. Catch my Instagram. Drop it in the comment section. Yeah, the comment section on our on our YouTube, um, wherever you're listening. We're always checking it out. My Instagram, Zachabeta Comedy. That's kind of my main social media. On hell, you'll find him at Muse Me TV. Just Google it. You'll find me. You'll find him everywhere, y'all. We will catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in. Y'all, peace. You guys are awesome. Be safe. Be safe. Journey. Let's go. Yep. Yep. Oh, let's go back to that. And we're out. Fiend City After Dark. Episode 11. Brought to you by Muse Me Studios. Think we won't take you out with some ASMR? Some deep octaves? Something to really smooth out your Sunday? Thank you for tuning in to Fiend City Podcasts. Peace.